Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry D. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Today, I just wanted to share my testimony. I had the privilege、uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, back in the States, I actually bumped into an old friend of mine from when we were kids and then through high school and stuff like that. And from the time that I got born again, saved, and became a Christian,、uh, we had actually lost touch.、Uh, I took a different direction in life, and he took a different direction or maintained the same course, and we haven't seen each other in a, in a long time.、Uh, although we did bump into each other once before, maybe. Maybe nine, ten years ago, something like that. <clears throat> Caught up a little bit. He had heard I'd been a Christian and was becoming a missionary.、Uh, but this was a great privilege to see him in church, actually,、um, just a few weeks ago. And I don't think he's a Christian, but he is at least considering the things of the gospel,、uh, what it, life really is, what it's not, who Christ is, what he's claimed, and, and those kinds of things.、Uh, but then, yeah, thinking about that experience, talking with him, catching up.、Uh, You know, really,、um, the Lord just put it in my heart to, to share. I've, I've forgotten where I have come from、uh, in, a many, in many ways. We all have that tendency, I think, after a number of years walking with the Lord or serving, we can forget exactly what it was、uh, or what our life would be like had we not been forgiven of all of our sins, saved, and, and our eyes open to the truth of the, and the beauty of the gospel.、Um, and then recently, also reading through、uh, the Old Testament here, I was reminded of this. Over and over, we see the Lord、uh, point out to his people, Israel,、uh, how he's reminding them that I brought you out of、uh, slave ship, out of bondage when you were in Egypt. I set you free, and this kind of thing. And it's a reminder to us all that all of us who have been saved, who have put our trust in Jesus Christ and him alone for salvation, we have been set free.、Uh, our bondage, our sin bondage, has been broken off. Our uh, being. Um, Under the wrath of God, we've been set free from that. We've been set free from the enemy,、uh, from the, the ills of this world. Though we still live in the world and we suffer many different things as Christians, nonetheless, we are forgiven. We're set free. Our biggest need has been met.、Uh, but how did I first come、uh, to salvation? And what was going on in my life at that time? Just wanted to share a little bit about that today. And I've, I've mentioned in the past, it's been so long now, but even among.、Um, People were、uh, witnessing to here, and when we're doing our free English classes here in Italy, I mentioned how I used to use drugs and used to get drunk and totally wasted. And people just they don't take me seriously. They don't really believe that that could be me. And I guess that's a testimony of God's grace how much I have actually changed. That people knowing me, looking at me, wouldn't even consider me that type of person to just totally get wasted, smashed, and throw my life away.、Uh, but the reality is that was me. That's what I was doing when I was younger for a number of years. Um, and talking with my old friend, one thing we were talking about was how many of our friends are no longer. They've, they've passed away. They've overdosed on drugs.、Uh, way more than I actually thought. I, th- I knew of at least five, six, or seven. And I think we mentioned a few more there that I wasn't aware of that have died recently also from drug overdose. And、um, as I was talking with him, it became clear to me yeah, you know what?、Uh, I guarantee you, if not for the grace of God, having not been my eyes open to the truth of the gospel, having not surrendered myself to Jesus Christ and giving my life to Him, 
I know without a doubt I also would be on that list of people who have passed away, who have overdosed on drugs. And I just remember time and time again, uh, drinking, smoking, doing everything, uh, and it was just never enough for me. I always had to have more and more to the point that I blacked out and vomited, woke up who knows where, who knows when kind of thing. And literally, it would have been just a matter of time until I got my hands on some kind of uh, more dangerous drug, something like heroin or who knows what, and then just wanted more and more of that until I just didn't wake up one day uh, at all. And just like happened to many of our friends, I'm confident, without a doubt, with not for the grace of God, that would be my reality today also. And where am I today? Today, now I'm a missionary. I preach the gospel on a regular basis, make disciples, sacrifice everything by God's grace for the sake of the elect to make uh, disciples, see churches formed in a foreign land nonetheless in Italy and uh, all grace all glory to God for that uh, that calling is not something I would have invented I would have wanted to do but that's strictly the Lord's calling on my life and uh, it is humbling to think that he would take a person like me to do those kinds of things because literally I was one of these people throwing my life away just totally no purpose, no meaning nothing was satisfying, just whatever I could to numb the pains of life and just make the day go better that's what I would do that was my my purpose day in and day out from early morning my friends and I would get high we'd get drunk all through the day all evening kind of thing and for me it started when I was uh, young quite young and uh, continued for a number of years into high school and things like that and what, what was interesting to me is I knew better I had heard the gospel as a child I was exposed to the gospel always believed in God I had a, a conscience a awareness that God is very present Jesus Christ did die for my sins. I believed all this stuff. Uh, I wasn't, it wasn't foreign to me. Uh, but yet I still didn't understand the, the depth of what that meant, of what the gospel, the power of that gospel to change, to satisfy, uh, to give us life itself. And so I went on just continuing and, and, and living a life, trying to find meaning in all the wrong things uh, for a number of years. Even this particular friend who I'm speaking of, he was involved in actually selling drugs and quite a lot actually and doing well in that area um, and so yeah going on in that lifestyle there was a time I remember clearly an evening when I finally just said you know what Lord what I'm doing is a disaster this is wrong this is sinful I know you're here I know you see me I know you hear me please forgive me Lord Jesus take my life it's yours. And I don't know where I learned that concept. I don't know how. I wasn't attending church for a long time. I wasn't really exposed to the gospel. Um, but I do know people were praying for me, for my salvation. I do know also that uh, I had been to church a couple times, heard some kind of preaching, something to do with Jesus Christ the Lord. I uh, was aware of some things. Uh, but that idea seemed to come naturally to me that uh, perhaps what I was running, I was... As I think of it, I was running from the Lord. I knew He was calling me to something, to a different lifestyle, even to the preaching of the gospel. And that idea scared me senseless. Uh, I'm not one who likes to go out speaking in front of other people. Uh, I, I like to keep to myself if I can. And I was afraid of this call and actually running, kind of like Jonah, I guess you could say. God said, do this, go there, say that. And I said, okay, what's in the other direction? Let me go check that out. And for a number of years, that's what I was doing. Uh, and so when I came to the Lord, when I surrendered my life, that's exactly what I did. I just, I surrendered. I said, Lord, I'm not my own. I'm yours. Do whatever you want with me. Have your way with me. Forgive me. Save me. That's all I want. And do whatever you want. And for me, this verse I'm going to share here in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 
is something that has always had deep meaning to me, uh, and it just seems to make the most sense, just very clear. And I don't know why, how that is or why, uh, but perhaps because I knew the Lord was calling me to preach and I was going the opposite direction. Um, and so when I came to salvation, it wasn't uh, as much of a hunger for forgiveness. I kind of already knew how forgiveness worked. I knew that Jesus paid the price on the cross. More for me, my, my moment of conversion was a surrender, which I believe should be that way for all of us at the same time, uh, a legitimate surrender of lordship to Jesus Christ. You are the Lord of my life. Well, for me, it just made a lot of sense. In this verse here, for example, uh, 1 Corinthians 6, verse 20, For you have been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. And then in chapter 7, verse 23, You were bought with a price. Do not become slaves of men. That idea that I've been bought, that I no longer belong to myself, was clear to me from the beginning of my conversion. And having converted, having um, surrendered myself, I still didn't know what it meant to be a Christian, what all the doctrine of that means, how it works, what it means that we were predestined before the foundation of time, or the creation of time, before we were even alive. God already knew us, uh, loved us, those kinds of things. I didn't understand yet, but I did know my life was not my own. And so I began pursuing Jesus Christ, going to church, hearing the word preached, reading the Bible. I just could not put the Bible down. Once I got it in my hands, I was just devouring it, reading, reading. This is food. This is everything I've always dreamed of, needed. And the, the Bible was very, very active in my early walk as a Christian. Uh, but I continued to live uh, for a little while as in between this phase where, okay, I've taken this step, I've surrendered, and but I didn't know what to do. I didn't know many Christians. I didn't have many friends in a Christian environment. Uh, it wasn't that someone came to me and preached the gospel and I prayed to receive Christ or anything. I was aware of the gospel and already I just surrendered and then I began pursuing the things of the Lord. Um, so as I continued doing some of the things or hanging out with the same friends that I had, uh, I just it didn't take long though. I, within a matter of months, I realized this is just a waste of my time. These guys, uh, this is what we do. You know, we get high, we get drunk, we chase around different girls, parties, and yeah, it's just not satisfying me. There's nothing here for me anymore. And I think even some of my friends caught on to this. Why do you still hang around here? Like, just go on with yourself. Do whatever. You're not one of us anymore, in a sense. And so there's a natural divide there. And I left, and that's when I just began pursuing more and more the things of God. And little by little, by His grace, His working in my life, giving me more knowledge of what it means uh, to be a Christian, who God is Himself, how holy He is, and how unholy we are, but yet that we're sanctified by grace and, and made new creatures. In His eyes, we're now saints and holy. This, his, his love for us that never changes. These things, this understanding began to grow in me more and more. And uh, and then while I was working, I was doing quite well because now I wasn't, uh, you know, just a stupid person, you know, getting through each day just for the heck of it, wasting my life. I was living to honor God in all that I did. And I took those verses serious that I would read, uh, whatever you do, eat, drink, this, that, do all to the glory of God. And I began doing my work as a home automation installer and technician everything I was doing to the glory of God as best I could as if I was doing what I was doing for Jesus Christ himself uh, and after a number of years doing that and because of that being promoted and uh, I guess I was able to do better than average and was doing su successful in that career and enjoying it at the same time this hunger for the word of God just would not go away and uh, I began pursuing a way to, to, to get involved in ministry to study but with that rough background that I had of being in that rough crowd of you know, people who sold drugs and used drugs and being one like that myself. Going to a Bible college at that time was just 
scary for me. The, uh, the idea was overwhelming. I wouldn't fit in well with these kind of people, you know, not my kind of crowd, even though I am, I'm a Christian also. They usually kind of grow up as Christians and are more decent people kind of thing. And, but I did find a Bible institute in Italy that uh, was run by missionaries, and the Lord worked it out. I went there, studied, and it drastically changed my life, exposed me to missions, exposed me to the preaching of the gospel, to evangelism, and I'm in, indebted to the people there for the rest of my life, that's for sure. Uh, but it was from there that I realized, okay, this is what I'm made to do. I'm made to be a missionary. I can do anything and be satisfied in whatever I do, but uh, I can't not preach the gospel. And there's a great need in that country of Italy. Lord, if it's possible, let me serve you there. Show me how. And so here I am, eight and a half years, going on nine years later. Uh, the Lord has been teaching me day in and day out what it means not just to be a Christian, what it means not just to serve Him, but to be a witness in Italy to the, for the foundation of churches, starting churches where there is a place, where the, in place like this where there are no churches. And uh, really, just as more and more time goes by, the more humbled I am by the fact the Lord gives people like me and us this possibility to preach the gospel. Lives are actually changed because of our presence here, because of our mouth opening by God's grace and speaking the truth, proclaiming the gospel. And, and it's just really humbling. And I just thank the Lord so much for the opportunity. And uh, I know if He can use me for stuff like this, uh, with a background like what I have, uh, I know most of you people listening have a much better background, much more educated and, and well-to-do kind of people. Uh, and I'm confident if you just surrender your life also to Jesus Christ and say, uh, you bought me and with the price of the Lord, have your way with me. And you really do surrender. Uh, he will do what He did, uh, do for you what He did for me and little by little shape you, teach you, form you into His image and give you the possibility to be about what Jesus is about, which is not you being happy and good and and, and, and having a good life, it's about you being an instrument in His hands. Uh, it's about us uh, living for the gospel itself. We do all things for the sake of the gospel. Growing in our knowledge of Him, growing intimately in our walk with Jesus, and being His hands, feet, and mouthpiece here on this earth. Uh, if we're not called to do missions, we should all ask ourselves, oh, am I called to do missions? Am I called to go somewhere, Jesus? And if He doesn't give you a clear answer, that means you're called to help someone else. So get involved. Let the Lord use you in, in any kind of way possible to promote missions, to get missions funded, missionaries funded, to gather other people together, to, to get the gospel out. Uh, I know if He uses us, He can definitely use you guys. Hope that's encouraging to somebody. That's just my testimony in a few minutes in a nutshell. There's so many more angles to that, so many other things. And literally, I didn't even think about this. I just turned on the microphone and started talking and wanted to share a couple things. Uh, but I just uh, felt it would be good to, to review my, my testimony just for a moment, for myself at least, to remember where I came from, that I would not even be here if not for Jesus Christ. I would be dead, guaranteed. Uh, not even able to serve or do anything for the Lord. I would just totally be dead, not to mention condemned. Uh, but by His grace, I'm alive, I'm born again, saved, redeemed, and still breathing. And uh, now we have our baby on the way, married with a baby on the way, and the Lord has just been really good, and He continually is good, and just wanted to testify, talk about it today in a personal way. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. God bless. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao.
you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.